First off, man, we appreciate you coming to mess with your boys. You know, I got my Kobe's and my No Limits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. special, man. We always rock with you, rock with your game on and off the court. Appreciate it. And man, we definitely appreciate you being on. First question we ask everybody is, uh, when you first got to the league, who was the first person to bust your ass? First person? Mm. Two that, that was definitely memorable was Brandon Roy. B Roy, B Roy, and um, D Wade. D Wade. It was first two to where it was like, all right, fuck, I'm, I'm, I'm in the league now. <laughs> no, 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 them, no. them, them two was on another level. What they don't talk about B Roy? No, what, what was B Roy doing? <laughs> Man, just like B, he's, it's crazy because people really don't talk about yeah, B Roy like that, fact. bro. B Roy probably. Like, and looking back on it, he was young too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. those Portland days, he was young, but he was so fucking skilled every way. I yeah. had to see him, trust from, me. Yeah, <laughs> from all three levels. Yeah. You know what I mean? He'd take you to the post, mid range, three, pick and roll. He meeting you at the top. Like, every facet of his game was on a different level, bro. Like, he, he was, was stronger a, than he looked yeah, too. He was bro, a lot stronger yeah, than he appeared. He was strong, too. explosive. He had everything in his bag, bro. Yo, 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 we back live on location. Me and the blackest one and pulled up to L.A., man, and we got Compton Zone in the building, straight out of USC to Toronto. Made a little pit stop in San Antonio. Now he headed to my city, the shy city, Chicago Zone, man. He teaming up with Zach, with Zoe, with Vucci. We got my main man, DeMar DeRozan, in the building. <laughs> you feel yes, Appreciate yes, you pulling up, my boy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Compton. How was uh, growing up in Compton? I know we was around them younger days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, was it like? Was it like what everybody think they see on TV, NWA, and all of that? You know, it's crazy growing up. Like I'd be lying to you to say it was it was crazy because growing up in it, I just thought it was normal. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, whatever I was going through, you know, it was it was normal. You know, you you knew what to look out for. You knew what to expect. You knew where to go, where not to go. What this street was, what this street wasn't. So, you 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 was raised in it, understanding the caution and the the survival tactics that you needed to have. But you know, obviously, when I got older, you know, by the time I got in high school, and it's like, all right, I'm I'm, I'm losing people close to me. You know, you start to kind of comprehend and understand like what murders is really with death man yeah you know what yeah. i mean and you know you start understanding like you know you start putting a price on life and understanding like damn i just lost a close friend because of what you know what i mean you start right. questioning right. later on but growing up it was you know it was normal you know what right. i mean but you know looking back on it, it definitely was tough definitely being raised in, in an aggressive environment that you you have to adapt to you know who, what I mean? Who put the ball in your hand? Who uh one of those instead of swaying you towards whether everything else was going around you? I was who put uh, the ball for sure. My dad, my my dad was always into sports. You know, he had me playing everything. If it was t ball, fucking. So you, you know, fell like, out straight with us for the yeah into the sports. Yeah, you know, he was one of the dads. Like shit, every weekend he take me to the park, do something, put me in different activities and everything. So I gotta give credit to pops for sure. 
in high school, when you start getting ranked, you start seeing your name and you start to be one of the best in the state, not only the state, but the yeah. country. What year was that when it stuff when it started? Really, when it really started like standing out for me, I, I want to say probably the end of my sophomore year. It's really when it really started hitting because, you know, now I'm, I'm, I'm in different basketball environments. Like I'm going to the East Coast now and I'm seeing. Right, is this when you started playing with yeah. Master P on the AU team? Yeah, I, yeah, when I started playing with P, I probably started playing with P about like eighth grade. But, you know, I wasn't the best player on that team at that time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was probably four or five other guys that was ahead of me at that time, but I just stuck with it. And by the end of my, you know, sophomore year, Made you know, I'm I'm, I'm I'm ending up at camps on the East Coast and you competing against, you know, dudes that talk funny. You like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, right. like that's when you really like, all right, yeah. now, I'm, now I made it because, you that know, I'm playing slide, against. Yeah. yeah, I'm playing against dudes from the country, yeah. East Coast dudes, dudes from the Midwest. And, you know, you competing, you know what I mean? So into my sophomore year for sure. What did you learn about being around P? Because P is like. Legendary, yeah. Like he's, How did that like when you first met him to play like to get approached yeah. by Master Bro, P? Was, how did that even come about? First, I I didn't believe it because the team that <laughs> I, I initially was on, like we broke up, so P basically like took over all the kids that didn't have a team. Mm -hmm. So we was like, all right, we're gonna play for Master P team, but we thinking, you know, he just gonna sponsor it. <laughs> first practice. <laughs> he had practice every practice. Yeah. Coaching, playing against us, and it, it turned into, like, a family-oriented thing. You know what I mean? To yeah. where, you know, next thing you know, we, we had dinners on the weekend. Whole family, you know what I mean? And it, and it became something bigger than basketball to where it was like, you know, you know, he took me in, like, one of his, one of his kids. You know what I mean? And to this day... You know, I appreciate them more than anything. And, you know, that's a relationship I never really talk about. But if you know, you know. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he he definitely was a father figure to me. You know what I mean? I, I feel like he don't get enough credit for what he's done as, as you know, that father figure. Yeah, you know, yeah. everybody knows, the, you know, the no limit and everything he's done in that in that realm. But just watching, you know, we got to meet Pete early on at Jordan yeah. Camp. We had Romeo and all the kids there and all that different stuff. And then played against him when he, mm -hmm. you know, had his cup of tea with, with Toronto and Charlotte. And um, so... During that whole time, it's just like you see him then and just look at him now and this dude, like, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? He got groceries, he's doing this, and then to see the, the things and the way he's raised up his kids mm -hmm. is the thing that you see the most. It's like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, you know, being African-American, I'm proud to see the way he's yeah. going about it. And then it's the way, that little, you know, little Romeo is handling yeah. his business and the younger sons are coming up and they mm -hmm. getting the crazy endorsements yeah. with the college game. Just to see Pete been on it. For the he longest, it. and it's, it's like yeah. to be able to migrate from you know the street lives and mm -hmm. to bring that into legitimate businesses and put your kids in that position, it's mm -hmm. just crazy to see. And I don't feel like he really get a lot of flowers. Yeah, for it. He, he don't because he like you said he been doing it since day one, bro. Like it's crazy exactly what he doing now. He was doing with me and everybody else who played on the team. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's nothing new. So when I see it now, it's it's I don't even think nothing of it because it's been that. You know what I mean? It's crazy how. He he always educated us and at the same time showed us like what his life was really like. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I remember times he used to be like, You sure y'all wanna go to these concerts? We eighth grade, ninth grade, like, hell yeah, we're gonna go to the concert. <laughs> we go to a concert, it's a whole different type of element, but he break down the whole business part of it to help us understand. You know what I mean? Even if we didn't understand it as we got older, especially for me, 
a lot of things started to make sense why he yeah, did a lot of stuff he was doing. Then, you know what I mean? Like, older, and, and I applied that, you know, when I went into the league. Like, I was around P when P had all these cars outside, right. big houses and all this stuff. So, you know, he always taught, you know, materialistic things don't matter. You know, wow. so by the time I got to the league, I didn't want nothing but to understand and learn the game and the business so I could better myself and whatever comes after me. So, you know, I definitely got to give him his, his credit and his flowers for sure. Yeah, we uh, funny story about P. We was working out with P because uh, <laughs> P was trying to be on the Clippers squad yeah, and, yeah. and play with us. So P was like, yeah, man, they need to go on sign me, man. We don't even got to use they plane. We can use my plane. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, that's P. Big uh, Q was like, yeah, we need to sign P. <laughs> you got to understand that. that Everybody got to understand we played for the Donald Sterling-led yeah, Clippers. Now, this yeah. was, you know, we didn't even have our own plane. We yeah. had, a, you know, we was, like, leasing yeah, a plane. Yeah. Back then, most teams, there was some stuff since, you know, they was getting their own plane yeah, yeah. and doing big. We were not that. Damn. Who who some of them guys in high school? Because you came up, you know, y'all era. You got a lot of hitters, a lot of guys that's in the league that you've been seeing since you was 15, 16 yeah. years old. These yeah. guys have been around playing against you. Who are some of them guys that you came up in high school that you was like, man, he nice. Like, man, I, I think I told, was telling somebody this the other day. One of the toughest players that I had to deal with, I hate playing against in high school, was Drew Holiday. This from this from when we was like 11, 12. The Drew yeah. you see today yeah. is the Drew when we was <laughs> 11, 12 years old. You know what I mean? He was he was always ambidextrous, skilled, and he just had this whole demeanor like he don't see you. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like he's my, just solid. He's just solid. I'm gonna go out there do what I gotta do. Any lock up, he like what I'm telling you. What he is today is what he was when he was a kid. So that's crazy. I got I gotta give it to Drew for sure. When you got announced to be like uh, McDonald's All American and getting out, they didn't have Jordan uh, Classic when we they, was out. Oh yeah, yeah, they they when had we it. Came out, they just had McDonald's and. Nah, he and, went to Jordan Classic. Yeah, I, I know he did, but they didn't have it oh, when we you, was out. Y'all didn't have that. We mm -hmm. didn't have it. They just had McDonald's nah, and we had Kentucky Blue Derby. Grab. Yeah, McDonald's, Kentucky Derby, and USA. You know, you can play in three yeah. All Star games. Yeah, we definitely had a Jordan Classic yeah. at all. Yeah, but you came up in there. How was that to get selected and be one of the top guys to? Man, it was crazy for me, especially like I remember even going staying home and going to Compton High. Like I had so many people tell me like, man, you need to go to a bigger school. You got to go to school like Oak Hill or Dominguez mm -hmm. High School. You got to go to these schools so you be recognized to make McDonald's by the time you graduate. So for me to make it and go through everything I went through, staying home, going to Compton High where, you know, we didn't have a big name. We wasn't the greatest team and, you know, so for for me to make it, it was a special moment. I, I definitely remember when you get announced for the McDonald's game. You remember where you were when you was watching it and all that? Cause I remember sitting at home. I was actually mad when they announced me. Short story about that was that you know how when they show your picture and they finally announce you, yeah, yeah. they show all my little basketball highlights of me at high school. Then they put my picture up with all my little stats and my name, mm -hmm. Quinn Richardson. But it was Richard Jefferson's picture. Oh, damn. <laughs> now, I, I have nothing bad to say about you, RJ, but we do not look alike. Right, that, right, was, right. that was wrong. And yeah. they put my picture up when it was his turn. I was like, Oh, what? yeah, they had they had it all mixed up. <laughs> what yeah. is going on? Yeah. Yeah, Where was y'all uh, McDonald's game? Milwaukee. It was in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Y'all yep. had hitters on like Kimba and Kimba, Tyreek Evans, Shump, Shump, Shatown, Brandon Jennings, Brandon Greg Jennings, Monroe. Um, oh, yeah, 
Hit bro, us. we had we had we had some dudes. It's, and uh, whoever, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm missing anybody else, but we had we had some dogs. I ain't gonna lie. And to get picked for Jordan guy, you know what I'm saying? That was the first time you met Jordan when you at the game. That game? was, yeah. That probably <laughs> I went to Jordan camp before, but oh, you Santa know. Barbara. Yeah, in Santa Barbara, yeah. but you know, you know how it go when all yeah. the kids line up. You know, yeah. what I, mean? I don't count that, but the first time it was definitely Jordan Classic. It was how, back there. How was that? Oh man, he talked <laughs> how shit. Was that experience? I mean, it was crazy. I remember we <laughs> took the picture. He was back there talking shit. He was back there talking shit. But it was one of those moments. Like I didn't expect nothing less. You know what I mean? But it was dope. It was dope just to be selected and also meet him. Could have been anybody else than USC. Was it anybody else that almost got you? Yeah, I'm almost with the Florida State. Um, mm, you almost crossed that whole. Yeah, I almost thing. crossed the whole thing. But <laughs> was uh wait was Leonard Hamilton was the yeah, coach he was, right? He was there. Okay. Yeah, you know what I mean. So he played a big part in almost getting me to go there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Good guy, like, man. I love him. Hell of a dude. I remember meeting him. It was just it was just something about him that just felt real and authentic. To where it was like, all right, I can mess with this, but I took it unofficial there, and that was during like the hurricane season. And I was like, nah, I can't, I can't. Oh, yeah, the hurricanes ain't nothing. Yeah. It's just a little storm. I didn't know, you know what I mean? I'm 16. Like all He's I know like, is sunshine yeah. and palm trees. You know what I mean? You like, seen that? Everybody talking I about the board that. and stuff. Yeah, you bro. Out of that's when I went. That's when all the crazy stuff. They, I'm like, nah, I can't do this. Who am I gonna call? Like, you USC. A lot of guys. A lot of guys be like, man, you go to USC, man, you ain't gonna get an opportunity to yeah. go to league and yeah. stuff because you kind of like started that wave yeah no like yeah. after you now USC at least got one or two coming because we was here yeah. during that time yeah. and it was like it was known you supposed to go UCLA if you really trying to hoop USC nah, trying yeah, to the football no nah, yeah like, that and that's kinda... how it was and for me I the same approach I took to stay home and go go to my high school I took the same approach with SC like all right it ain't it ain't too many dudes coming out here. It's known as a football team, but let me go here and, and trust whatever I could do. Just just me being overly ambitious, like yeah. you know, me I, I could probably start some here. Yeah. And why not? You know, yeah, you're I mean? a different breed if you go to USC. No, for sure. Yeah, a lot of guys they on purpose choose USC because they yeah. want to go against the top dogs. Exactly. So that was they my. They tried to say UCLA. Yeah, that was and that was my whole mental on that for real. Yeah. So tell me this, and when you were growing up, like, is it like how you see in some of the movies, Love and Basketball, USC versus UCLA was like, was it was it a big deal yeah, when you was, went? Yeah, it was a big deal. It was it was a big deal. And the crazy thing, we we played them in the Pac-10 tournament to go to a championship, and I just remember we sold out the whole Staples Center. Played there and, Ooh, and I know it, that had to be bro, lit. It was, it was to this day like it was like like one of the craziest games I ever played against. You know, played been a part of because you understand the tradition behind it. You right. know what I mean? And I think going into it, I really felt the emotions of it. We played in a conference twice, once at home and once on the road. But in a Pac-10 tournament, it was like it was a different breed, bro. When you got to college, like, you know, you, you always want to test your game on the level. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So when you got to college, I know everybody questioned themselves because they oh, got to yeah. yeah. see what it is. But you came right in, got you a quick dub and some change, mm -hmm. by the way. <laughs> like, did that give you instant confidence? Yeah, but it was so many ups and downs early on yeah. when I got to college because, you know, you play that, that one good game and you know, well, shit, you ain't go to college. He don't know. Yeah. Thank you. I'm about to say. Pause right there. <laughs> you ain't going to be here. He you know? is not. So going to college. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's like, <laughs> it's like 
you play that you you had a good game, you just, you know, you kind of feel yourself and it's like the college coach like, I don't give a damn about that shit. You know what I mean? So humble you quit. Yeah, it's it's definitely humbling because it, it was such a up and down like first two months for me in college to where it was like, you know, I had days where it's like, damn, I'm supposed to be one and done. I might have to come back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just had a game. I had a good game two games ago, but why last couple games I only been having 12, 14, you know yeah. what I mean? So that's a that's an interesting perspective. Like, cause when I was in college, I think it was kind of the beginning of it. You remember Larry had just went the year before, so mm-hmm. it was not Talk about the pressure of that, like being that guy that's coming in and being projected. Oh, he's not gonna be yeah. here long. Like walking through the door, everybody's supposed to know that you you projected as this one and yeah. done. Like you say, you have twelve or fourteen. What type of thing does that do to your mindset or confidence? Um, it's, it's definitely challenging because one, you walk in, you playing with guys that's been there for two, three years, that's already established, and you know, I'm pretty sure their goal is to make the NBA too, and it's all of a sudden like. Yo, this 19-year-old kid, I mean, 18-year-old kid is supposed to come in and just do his stint and get out. Yo, I've been here putting putting right. in, you know, work. work. You know what I mean? So you battling with that off-rip. You got to earn the respect from your teammates. Then dealing with the pressures behind, you know, the coaching, coaching staffs and, you know, that, you know, especially for me, come from high school, relying on my athletic ability. My first time really being placed in a structured environment on how to play basketball. Yeah. Now you got to kind of follow suit what the coaches want you to do. You know what I mean? And a lot of frustration come with that because it's like, yeah. well, fuck, I just was getting 30, 40 yeah. doing my thing. Why you just want me to stand here and set a back screen and do this, do this, do this, do this? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, all that comes in into play. Then you're dealing with the outside noise. Then you're dealing with, well, you're supposed to do this, this, that, and the third. So it, it becomes frustrating. You know what I mean? So it took, it took me time to figure out. Get an attorney mm. to get U- USC an attorney. Yeah. Like, that's a big thing. How was that feeling to get the team in the tournament and go play in the tournament? Man, it was it was everything because we had to win the Pac-10 tournament. Yeah, We had to go. We had to win the whole thing just to get a spot. Mm. So I remember before the Pac-10 tournament started, we all met and we basically just had a conversation like, look, it ain't no N- NIT for us. We're not, we not doing that. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, look, we got to go out here and win. We ain't going to sugarcoat it. We got to go out here and win every game. And from that moment on, it was like, it was like the biggest challenge at that time in my career because it's like, well, fuck. I want to make the tournament. I know these other five players that's in my class where we just McDonald's, they going to the tournament. They Man, they, 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 they first, second, third, yeah. fourth seed in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, nah, I got to get in it. So, for me to help us win, get get MVP of the Pac-10 tournament, and get a spot, man, that, that was dope. And the, the playing the tournament, because the tournament is the biggest thing. Yeah. You got to win. And yeah. to get the opportunity to play. You see how they set it all the way up yeah. for, for the teams to yep. to get a win. I know it's hard to, to win the whole thing, yeah. but just to get in the tournament, get a win, just, and just get that atmosphere and that environment. How was that for you? Man, it was dope. I think we played um, in the Vikings arena. First of all, that was my first time playing in the football. Oh, no, in a in a in a dome, not the new one, the old one. Right, it was the, the old uh, one. I can't think of his name, bro. Me neither. I can't. It's, it's Metrodome. Metrodome. There you go. Okay. There you go, ass. I didn't want to say Thank the wrong you. word. I was thinking Perfect. Metrodome. Yeah, me. I ain't gonna, the Metro. So when we played there, just walking in there was kind of it was an intimidating feeling because you know you looking up and it's like first of all the ceiling don't fucking stop. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> All these people in here and everything. So just to go in there and get a win. I think our first game we played um, Boston College. 
go out there, get a win against them was dope. We played against Michigan State, took them down to the wire. They ended up going to the whole thing, getting smacked by North Carolina that year. North Carolina won, but you know, just to go out there and compete, man, when we really wasn't supposed to be there, yeah. it was, it was, it was dope. You played with Todd Gibson, yeah. Like I, I like Todd. Todd got a solid game. I think he got better in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He looked like a guy that you want to play with. Mm-hmm. For like, sure. Real OG saying. Yeah. He was real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was, that was, that was my dog. Yeah. Like, this yeah. 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 Speak on that. You, uh, you and Ty's in college and just Man. to see where he was in the league and, you know, yeah. being part of good teams like the Bulls and stuff like that. Taj was the one player that kind of brought me in right away when I got the SC. You know, um, He's a hell of a dude, man, on and off the court. Hell of a dude, man, and he's a hell of a leader. So to get the chance to play with him, to see how he was, to have that relationship, like, you know, we don't talk every day, but if you see me and Taj, you would think, like, right right, goddamn, you know what I mean? You, <laughs> yeah. you know, Like, that's that's what yeah. type of dude he is, and that's what type of relationship I got with him. And, you know, you see you see him now still being in the league. Still kicking. He he's one of those veteran dudes you want yeah. on your team. You're OG now. No, yeah, yeah. Listen to him, seeing him get signed back with the Knicks and you listen to him, you know the impact that those type of dudes. Yeah. I mean, we know because we've been in it long enough and yeah. you know that he, regardless of how much he plays, that he's gonna impact that yep. team. I mean, he's still in a position where he's still really out there playing yeah. and impactful too, yep. though. So he doing both. I want that like when you lost to Michigan State. Did you know right away that like you was out of here? I'm out of here. It was so soon. That's what I think. I'm just saying. Some people like some people. I appreciate the honesty because some people would get up here and be like, "No, I didn't make my decision." Like some some of us, we know. Like as soon as I said I was going back to school for for my summer year, I knew that it was over. Yeah. It didn't matter what was gonna happen. I was gone after that year. It was a foregone. So that's why I appreciate that. Nothing against nobody, but I try to understand, like, when some dudes lose in the tournament and, you know, they get emotional and all that. I'm, it's tough and all that. Nobody want to lose. <laughs> but as soon as we lost, as soon as the buzzer went off, in my head, I'm like, I'm out this motherfucker. I'm going to leave. Like, that was my next <laughs> That was my next thing. You know what I mean? People could have pop. That's the truth. And that is the real happy I'm just, sometimes. Yeah, real yeah. talk. Like, being this, honest. Hey, I appreciate that honesty. Did, did you think you was going to get drafted by anybody else? Um... I didn't want I didn't want to get drafted by nobody else. You wanted to go to Toronto. I want to go to Toronto. Toronto had came and see me work out probably like a week or two prior to the draft. And it's probably one of my best workouts. And after the workout, they basically like guaranteed me, like, yo, if you at nine, we're gonna take you. You mm. know what I mean? Right away. So the vibe and everything I got from them was like, all right, cool. I got one. I worked out for probably like six teams that had a spot before Toronto. But nah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't want to go nowhere else. That first long flight from L.A. to Toronto, yeah. and you, you, you know, you go through customs and all that, and you get to Toronto. How was that, <laughs> bro? That was probably from. I'm. I'll never forget the day leaving L.A. with all these bags. Not nothing matched up for the winter time at that time. I ain't had no winter clothes, but the flight landing. Not knowing how to do the custom fill-out form. Right, right. You know what I mean? You get to the airport and, you know, you're seeing stuff in two different languages. One in French, English. You you know what I mean? It's like it becomes overwhelming because, all right, this, uh, this is really another country. You know yes, what I mean? Like, yeah. bro, I, I just got a passport two weeks ago. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like it was definitely like... 
a brand new start. You know what I mean? I had to learn it. I had to go through it, and I, it was it was one that to this day uh, I, I'm appreciative of it because it was it was tough. It was tough. I ain't gonna lie. You you was one of the guys that was fortunate enough to actually go to the draft, be in yeah. the green room, and like do that whole process and and you know the whole week leading up everything, and then actually to get your name called and walk across that stage and shake David Stern's hand. Like, tell me all of us, you know, that's everybody's dream and everybody's moment. For you, how did that feel to actually get to that achievement, experience that moment where you on stage and you looking back into the camera and the crowd and you know everybody you ever knew looking Watch at you at home TV, on TV yeah, seeing you? Man, it was what was more crazier for me was just to sit there at that table Seeing my mom, seeing my dad, right. you know what I mean. Yeah, and it's like, saving. you know, you, you. I remember just having a moment sitting there, like, y'all. I remember y'all trying to figure out how to keep the lights on. Straight you know what up. I mean, like, straight like, up. Like, so it, it's that burst of emotional impact that you got to take in because it's like, yo, I'm really sitting here and I'm waiting for my name to get called. But I wouldn't be nothing without y'all two. You know yeah. what I mean? So I had a lot of that moment of me just really feeling overly appreciated for them. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because it's like, yo, I did everything I said I was going to do. Now I got us here. You know what I mean? So whatever happens next, it's a new start for me to even do more. You know what I mean? So it felt surreal. But for me, everything went to them because I wanted I wanted to see them enjoy the moment enjoy more the than moment. me. You know yeah. what I mean? It was crazy. Let me ask you a uh, funny question. Did you change your money? When I have... first got there, that's that's crazy. That's a good question. When I first got there, bro, I ain't gonna lie. Probably like my rookie year, right? I, I think I would took like five thousand dollars and changed it. I'm doing this. I'm taking pictures with it. I got the 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 brown, the, the green. I got every color. Oh like <laughs> I did. I ain't gonna lie. I did my first we year. All did. I ain't we gonna all, lie. That's why he asked I did. Me. <laughs> I just thought about. I'm like, man, when we used to go over there. They be like, yeah, you gotta go and change your money. That's you, why he asked hey, you. You're you're a real one for that. No, I ain't never, nobody ever asked that, bro. That's a real question. Yeah, to answer your question, bro. Yes, I did. Oh, I ain't gonna lie. I did. Good. I used. To, I, I wanted a stack of it just to have it and yeah I did oh, I did good right yeah. there you, you in Toronto and like you know before even you know in high school college on coming up the thing about your game is oh he's a dunker mm-hmm. he's a dunker that's all he do he's, he's dunk and I know you heard it as well but when did you feel like was that year where you showed everybody that you ain't a dunk? Like, I, my mid-range game is one of the best in the league. Yeah. I can do this, I can do that, and I can hit big shots. Yeah. Probably, I want to say my fourth or fifth year where I really kind of, like, put it all together. My, my rookie year was tough. I was the only rookie. I, I played with Chris Bosh, Turkaloo, yeah. fucking mm-hmm. Jose Calderon, yeah. Antoine, uh, you know. Yeah. Like, I played with a bunch of older dudes. So, that next year, I, we was terrible. So, I'm trying to figure out my third year, you know, just trying to – it was a lockout year, so it was tough. So, going to, like, my fourth, fifth year, that's when I really just felt comfortable and felt like myself. Yeah. Uh, and I, I could do more and I could show more than just being an athlete and, and dunking the ball. Yeah. Did that lockout help that out? Yeah. It helped the confidence because – it's only so much working out you can do. Then everybody know we all played 
all that whole lockout. Yeah. Every week it was playing. Yeah. You know what I mean? During the weekends, even stuff that wasn't on camera, all we did was play. You yeah. know what I mean? So to gain so much confidence in, in playing against pros consistently built confidence to a whole nother level to where coming out that lockout, it was, you know, I was ready to go. To come behind like Vince Carter and Chris Bosch for Mr. Toronto and, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and the love that they give you, y'all start being bad and then you turned it around. What was that moment where you feel like, man, the city is behind me, they believe yeah. in me to be the best player? Because a lot of people feel like the era that y'all was in, I didn't pose to be in that position. Right, yeah. Um, and that was the beauty of it because yeah, we, was, was the of we was counted out. We didn't, nobody really expected anything yeah. from us. We was always underdogs. I remember teams coming in there. I remember we always used to have these Sunday games. Y'all probably know, yeah. probably yeah. play, Sunday you know, game, them Sunday yeah. games. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Them early Sunday games yeah. and teams would come in and be like, you know, fuck it, Saturday night, we still going out because Sunday, yeah. We still True gonna get the win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that was the whole perception of coming in Toronto, Toronto. You know what I mean? So I always used to take <laughs> a lot of stuff like that personal. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I used to always express that to her, like, yo, we gotta change this narrative. We gotta change this fact and and be somebody that, you know, when they come in here, they like, nah, we can't go out. We gotta get our rest. You know what I mean? So to see a start from there and and slowly build us get to the playoffs, you know, we win fifty games. Fifty five games, mm -hmm. 58 games, 50, you know what I mean? That's what it was all about, to even get into the conference finals for the first time, to just seeing how much the city evolved and, you know, starting something that just came with a thought, you know what I mean? And it definitely was a, a crazy time for sure. Did you personally know Kyle before he got traded to the team? No, I didn't I didn't personally know him. I mean, I, I knew him. Just no. from like everybody yeah, playing against each everybody other. Everybody playing against them. So, so how did that bond begin? And how did I mean? Obviously, we know the you know where it became, how it got to where it went. But you know, tell me how did that bond begin to grow? Um, when he got traded to us, the first year we played together, since I've been sitting here, I didn't talk to Cal half as much as I have talked to y'all right now. Right? I didn't talk to him at all. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like anybody know Cal? He's he's for Philly. Yeah. And he's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and obviously, I was still young and I still had my own Compton mind to where it's like, yo, who's this dude? Like, why he acting like this? Why he this? Why he this? But that year went by and I, I don't know what made it click to where it was like, next thing you know, we on the exact same page. But mm -hmm. it all came from, you know, I seen his work ethic and how much the game meant to him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And just me being a competitor, I wanted to know more, you know what I mean? And I think, I don't know what happened. I think it was something that just clicked for us to where on the court, it was just like ease, you know what I mean? Next thing you know, it turned into something bigger than just basketball, you know what I mean? But it, it all started because his love and his passion, his knowledge for the game was something that I just couldn't ignore. That's why I, I love y'all era of, of Toronto, because it's like, man, two top players, two underdog players. Mm -hmm. People didn't expect y'all to be all-star. Mm -hmm. They expect y'all to to win as much as, as y'all mm -hmm. won and for it to be y'all two in Toronto. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? A team that a lot of people didn't want there. I think that's even more special. And you know how people try to make it feel like just because you ain't win a championship or you mm -hmm. didn't win the ultimate goal that you ain't accomplished. Right, right, right. Nothing. Like, mm -hmm. people make you feel like, I got drafted. Right. <laughs> like, they yeah. can never go back. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, I accomplished something. I did something. So, with that team, I always respected them teams. 
even though y'all lost to LeBron, mm-hmm. but I always respected them teams because y'all was there every single year. Every every year, Because yeah. they could have been anybody else, yep. but y'all there every single yeah, year yeah. trying to accomplish the ultimate goal. So yeah. I always respect it. What was your uh, first All-Star game? When you first got announced to be an All-Star, now you the you won the best in the league. That's kind of yeah, like stuff. How was yeah. your first one? <laughs> I mean, like it it was a beyond an honor because it was like, all right, now I felt like I'm amongst like my my whole thing coming in the league, like I didn't want to do nothing so I felt respected by my peers. Like mm-hmm. I didn't care about nothing else. Like my biggest thing was like I wanna be respected by my peers. Like that's my biggest thing. I want to have that respect. You know what I mean? I want motherfuckers to know, like, yo, when you play against DeMar, like, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I I always wanted that. So for me to make the all-star team, it finally made me feel like, all right, I belong. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sense. Like, I belong. All right, cool. Like, I can laugh a little bit more because I'm amongst. Right. Yeah. The, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, could, I, I, could, I could be a little bit more uh, outspoken because bit, yeah. now I'm amongst yeah. the real ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that was my... That was like my welcoming for me to the NBA. You know what I mean? I think it was like my fourth or fifth year. So to get there, it was like cool. Like, you know what I mean? Especially for me, I seen a couple other dudes that, you know, that came in lead that was all stars before me. And it was like, damn, I just want to see, I want to see how I feel. You know what I mean? So motivation. Yeah, Uh, definitely motivation. I'm listening to the different levels of it because like I never got to make an all star. Mm -hmm. So I had to get. The validation that you speaking of, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I belong. I had to get that in the in the off season, yeah, because yeah. I felt like that was the the truest time where I got to be the, be, yeah. the realest me, yeah. where it was like I could still see them people, mm-hmm. like, cause I played in environments where it was gonna be them people, mm-hmm. all the all stars, and you know, who we at hoops, so mm-hmm. we even if we was out here playing in L.A. or UCLA or something, it would be like. Now I get to see all of those people and I ain't got none of these restrictions yeah. that I got to deal yeah, with. Because, yeah. you, you know, sometimes it's politics and it's different things. So that's why I had to get my validation yeah. from, from from those open gym pickup games and the workouts in the summers. How was how was your experience in going to the dunk contest? Because I don't think people realize, you know, how difficult mm-hmm. that is and how that when you get on that stage, it's just you and the world. It's yeah. like not really you against yeah, the other dunk. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, no, yeah. like talk yeah. about that feeling when you go sit on that little block. Because <laughs> I know as a three-point shooter, yes. I always try to like, go from the perspective yeah. that I'm just shooting the ball. Right. Like It's right. not as hard to do yeah. what y'all doing. So yeah. tell me like your perspective of, of experiencing that, the whole dunk contest and everything. I'm going to be honest because I don't think I could do it now. I think being young... You're so naive of the fact, and you really don't understand, like, yo, it's millions of people <laughs> having a high expectations on seeing something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And being young and as a kid, you just like, you know, you just overly excited. Yeah. So that clouds everything that's really going on. You know what yeah. I mean? But looking back at it, it's kind of like, it's a crazy situation. I commend anybody who get out there and be like, yo, all right, because the expectation is so high. You know what I mean? People are expecting you to do something to ooh, ooh, you know what yeah. I mean? So for me at the time, I'd, I'd be lying to you if I told you it was like, oh man, I was, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just excited just to go out there and have the opportunity and you see celebrities and all these people sitting out there. I'm excited yeah. just to be on TV. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, but looking back on it, it's it's man, it's fucking crazy. It's a crazy moment getting in them situations. How tell me how it felt to to have All Star Weekend in Toronto, <laughs> and I remember being there because like Andre, you know, I was yeah, working yeah, for the Pistons. Yeah. Andre yeah, Drummond make the All Star game, so 
I come strolling up and I can and I remember just coming in like I mean I don't know if you guys remember I come in like yeah, yeah. with Dre and it's like I'm looking at them like y'all I, I don't know if you had your kid I know Cal had one of his kids if not both yeah. of them and y'all in the locker room I'm looking at them like and I remember having a quick thought like you know LeBron them over here yeah. this all of this all going on but I was like these dudes at the crib yeah. Yeah. like this ain't never happened in yeah. T Dot and I remember having that moment thinking like man they got. This going on, y'all got Drake looming over mm-hmm. the whole weekend, mm-hmm. being like the host. Like, yeah. tell me how all that was for y'all. You know, man, what I'm saying? It, it was amazing because it, it go back to the point of like being such an underdog and overlooked and not even paid attention to, to where we making noise and that was the whole goal was the like, yo, we gotta make them respect us. You know what I mean? Because one, it was always like, you, we not gonna be on TV because we in another country. It was always all these excuses yeah, about something. Right. So we always used to have conversations about, yo, winning solves everything. You know what I mean? Winning will bring everything. We win, you get paid, you get paid, you get paid. This come, this come, we, we win. You know what I mean? So for us to start winning, so people start paying attention. People seeing how the fan base is. They all of a sudden, like, we got All Star Weekend here. Yeah, like you know what I mean. And it, it was everything, crazy. Yeah, y'all. everything Listen, was going crazy. going right. Like everything was going in the right direction. It was crazy with cold as shit too. You remember it, how cold? I was, it was about to say. Listen, two things. It was it was cold. It was cold <laughs> as ice, boy. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I went out there trying to be. You know, you be trying to be at All Star yeah. Weekend, trying to be fly with your little jackets Drip and this. Listen, boy, some of them play, I never, we had to go to the Jordan party. You got dropped off way over here. You know, it was some, like, first of all, I got to see Prince that night. You hear me? Prince performed mm-hmm. at the Jordan party, like, performed. Mm-hmm. I ain't never seen Prince. That was, like, my sister lost her mouth. I got videos in my phone to this day, but, like, yo, T-Dot was one of the cold. It was cold, oh. and it was cold. You yeah. feel me? It was like, it was a dope. Y'all, T-Dot put on, boy. It was it was a sick event, mm-hmm. but it was definitely cold as hell. Let me uh, ask you about, like, I love when the playoffs, when Toronto was in the playoffs, y'all mm-hmm. fan base, how the games be so hype. Yeah. Everybody color-coordinated, mm-hmm. and, and it just be crunk. How's them playoff games and how people be outside? Like, how is them... The, the the atmosphere in them, man. I I I seen that atmosphere. I would never say a name. I seen them break a certain player, like See? I seen the crowd break a opposing player. Like you see the confidence just get sucked away. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I never seen nothing like that. But the the crowd was so crazy to where. I couldn't hear myself speaking to another teammate. You know what I mean? Like, that's how crowd crazy the crowd were. I'm talking about from outside to <laughs> when you leaving a loading dock after the game, fans waiting out there. You know what I mean? It was yeah. it was it was something that was beyond crazy, and I appreciate it so much because, again, you see the growth of it. You know mm. what I mean? You seen where it came from. You seen why they are the way they are. You know what I mean? And to think about it, we represent the whole country. You know what I mean? It's just us. So everywhere we went in Canada, yeah. it was like that. You know what I mean? So it was it was one of those unique situations to where it was like, yo, these, like, y'all crazy. Like, you know what I mean? But you got to love it. Let me say this about their fans, right? So when I worked for the Pistons, the Raptors were probably the team. Me personally, they were the team I wanted to beat the most every time. Didn't matter, but it was worse if it was our home game. You can attest yeah, to this. Yeah. 
Detroit Pistons home games against the Raptors? Yeah, bro. They crossing that wall. I never bro. understood yeah. it. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I came in. I was like, what is happening? How is yeah. it they home? Fans, crowd, jerseys, chants. You think you are in Toronto because it's like somehow Michigan and, and it's so the borders are so close and it's bro, it'd be so many Toronto fans there. I was so tired. I was aggravated just from the presence. Like, this is some bull. Like, what is happening? This yeah. is not their building. They became the team. I didn't care. I was like, we got to beat them. Like, yeah. dog, we got to shut these people up. They in our building mm-hmm. more than we are. It was crazy. That's when I knew. I said, oh, no, they got some sick fans. Like, bro, they coming up. Yeah, it was crazy. Tell me this. How did it feel when you found out you was going to sign the, the $139 million max? Because, like, that's, you know, you didn't got – that was what your third deal, right? Outside, yep. well, your yep. second outside your rookie yeah. deal. Yeah, So you didn't got a decent. You set. Mm-hmm. You didn't see more money yeah. you thought you yeah. ever see. But like this is like different type yeah. of bread. Like how did that feel, man? Like you know, it's crazy. I remember negotiating that, and you know, obviously the team going to negotiate, try to get their leverage. And I remember the first offer was a hundred. And I was like, oh shit, cool. <laughs> right, right. Take, I'm, I'm excited off that. You know what I mean? Like, my no. agent, like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, what you mean? No. Messed this up like, nah, like. don't, don't fuck this. You talking about a, a hundred? I'm, I'm good with that. You know what I mean? He's like, no. You know you could. And I'm like, don't fuck this up. <laughs> you know what I mean? For real. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, is you just talking or what? Like, he's like, no, nah, I'm telling you, that's their job is supposed to, you know, shoot this. But we we don't trip. We going to get it to what we need to get it to. So I appreciate the honesty and the realness of this. This is the real. Like, that's a know, real When you first see bro, type money like this, we're like, what you I'm mean? keeping like, it real. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like. Bro, I remember seeing them numbers. I remember he wrote it down to me because he didn't want to say it out loud. He wrote it down to me. And I'm like, I'm under the table like, cool. Like, I'm like, take it. You know what I mean? But, but then, you know, we went to another room and he told me and I'm like, it even fucked me up even more. Like, you, I could what? You know what I mean? So we ended up working out, getting getting into the number 139. Even when I did did it, it still didn't feel real. You know what I mean? Like, I... I it didn't feel real to me, you know what I mean? Like I couldn't, like I couldn't understand it, you know what I mean? Like it just didn't, it didn't hit, hit. Then in my mind, I'm thinking like, all right, I got, I got to work my ass off, so this could mean something, you know what I mean? Like I, I didn't feel like I was in a celebrating mood, you know what I mean? Like I wanted to get to work at that point, you know what I mean? Because it was like you came out and and, and ran off the. But that was yeah, that was my that was my whole deserved that. Like I deserved that, and I I want to make sure that nobody could say anything other than me deserving this, you know what I mean? And that was my whole mindset. So wait a minute, what's your agent name? Aaron Goodwin. Good job, Aaron Goodwin. You know what I'm saying? Pulling the young buck to the side. Man. Say, whoa, young fella, whoa. Man. All right, but now you in the category now, off of coming off that, you in the category with like Jordan and World Be Free and certain players who start off a season that score 30 or more points in like six to eight games. Yeah, yeah. That's that's crazy coming out just shooting right. at everybody. It was, it was, anytime you in a, in a category with MJ, you know what I'm saying? Not to mention, like you said, world be free, yeah, tiny yeah. Archibald, and our tiny, he don't get enough yeah. crazy. He was a fuck. Oh, boy. yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. But that was my mindset. Like, nah, man. Ain't, y'all ain't about to say nothing about this.
I, I got a question. This question is for me and you, because me and you are donkers. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I'm saying? We're going to leave the little guys out of this. Yeah. But you got a lot of dunk ons. Like, you can dunk yeah. on a lot of people, but you dunked on when you came back to Toronto and you dunked on the young fella. And, yeah, yeah. Like, that was, that was, like, that like, was not right. That was like, yeah. A, <laughs> I, I got a funny story to that, bro, that she mentioned that. So, so, young fella, that summer before that season, we was hooping at UCLA. And a lot of um, a lot of teams was up there. So the Raptors was up there. So he was there. I didn't really know who he was. So I'm going to the basket probably like two, three times in a row. And I'm getting past everybody. I'm getting to the basket. He blocking it. He blocked my shot like three times. And I'm like, who's this? You know what I mean? I don't. He, and I took offense to it to where it's like, yo, he, you know, he yelling and all that. So when we played, <laughs> when we played, bro, and I went to the basket, I seen him coming. I'm like. All right, you're not bigger than me or stronger than me. Worst thing you could do is foul me. So I went to the basket with that in my mind from the previous summer of him just blocking my shots. Like, yo, I'm going to the bucket. I'm about to dunk the shit out this ball. Either he going to get out the way or he going to foul me. So that's, that's how it really happened. Oh, God. I didn't even think you were finna dunk it. But you, you dunk. Is that your favorite dunk on? That's probably my favorite dunk on. I ain't gonna lie because you in, send, in Toronto, in Toronto, the whole, the whole, the whole, yeah, the you just whole, put the finger signs, yeah, on. bro. You, you know That's what I mean? I said when I saw it, I said, I say, I don't care what nobody say. I say that mean a little bit more different. I say yeah. because you just the everything in it. Yeah, I say yeah, that was yeah, like yeah, it was a whole lot of like any any type of frustrations was just like. Finish him, all in that. and yeah, then I was, knew because it was the extras. He don't do no extras. Yeah, yeah, he don't do yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah, I say when he yeah. did, I say, "Yup, that yeah, stamped the cherry on top." Yep. I say, "Yeah, y'all take yeah. that and put that in there." <laughs> yeah, yeah. When they won a championship, when Toronto won a championship, did it feel like you just needed a couple of more years to get the ultimate goal? Uh, yeah, I felt like that next year, regardless, like. You know, because you know we couldn't we couldn't get past one person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that was our biggest, you know, obstacle was one person. You know what I mean? So that year, knowing he was leaving, you know, we we felt like you know, all right, we we, we got a shot at this thing. Let's yeah. give it all we got. If it don't work, then all right, cool. Like maybe it's really time for us to blow up. One of us to leave. Maybe whatever. You know what I mean? But I really felt like that next year. You know, because our team was 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 equipped for it, it yeah, was built I'm for stacked, it. Yeah, like you know, what I mean, we we, we was we was always right there. So that next year, I I truly believe like we would have got it, regardless. So now you in San Antonio and um you about to play with Coach Pop. Mm -hmm. Like how how was that playing with legendary Man, coach like Pop? It was one I always had the utmost respect for Pop. You know, and even that little interaction we always had playing. You, against each other it was it was dope just a mutual respect but playing for him I remember when I got traded to him you know I remember he gave me a few days and he gave me a call and telling me um you know I don't want you to be upset we didn't trade you we traded for you you know what I mean so those words kind of like hit me hard when he told me that because it's like all right cool like now I'm about to come in there and just you know work my ass off I'm you know listen and everything we kind of like build a, a relationship you know, on a daily basis of always talking and everything. And, you know, and a lot of it had to do with stuff outside of basketball. Mm -hmm. And that's what I appreciate and love the most about Pop was he was a teacher, like a life teacher, mm -hmm. you know, somebody who cared with like just people, you know what I mean? You, and it's hard to find that. You, you mm -hmm. play for certain coaches that 
just want to coach you. You need to do this, do this, do this basketball. But it was like, nah, how are you really? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And right. talk about life stuff. So, you know, that was that was the dope thing about Pop. How, how much easier did he make it for you? Like, cause I, cause like I can speak from experience. When I got, I had my one season in Phoenix. We were sixty-two and twenty. Mm-hmm. Time of my life as far as like winning in the mm-hmm. NBA, kicking ass, and you know what I'm saying. Then I get traded, mm-hmm. boom, to New York, the worst team in the yeah. league, right? You didn't go from, you know, the best to worst, but, like, at the same time, you went from a place where you had made home and had been Mm -hmm. there for a very long time, really had just resigned, and now you see the team having that type of success. How was that to sit and watch and experience? Because I know, for me, I was pissed. Yeah. I was watching. I can remember. I I told Roger, I I did a little show with him. I I said, I was watching him, like, I don't like the shit out of him. He takes that's my shot. You just took, like, like, this is bull. I'm over here. In purgatory, getting my ass kicked yep. every night, and you on the team winning and having fun like yeah. I was used to doing. Like, how was that to deal with in real time? Because I know mm-hmm. it's not. You know, we we say this and that, but it's not the easiest thing. No, to deal it's not. With. I mean, but that you got to be real with yourself when it come to those motions. Like, it was hard as shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was tough because you start to look at, especially for me. Then everything was always in comparison. You know what exactly. I mean? Like they do this exactly. well. This didn't happen with DeMar. Was, you know what I mean? It was always that. Even the people who just don't know basketball. Exactly. Especially now. Yeah. Like, imagine you had to deal with that then with social media. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, Boy. It would have made it 10 times worse. Yeah. You feel me? So, for me, it was like every time you see something, it's like, ah. Then it's like you see a game and it's like, damn, I chose to pick these jerseys this year. You know what I mean? Like everything mm-hmm. down the line. And you be lying to yourself if you set up here and say, man, I ain't feel no way. A lot of motherfuckers be saying like, nah, oh, no, I was tripping. Man, I, yes, that, yes, you felt you felt it all. You know what I mean? Nothing wrong with feelings. Yeah, no nothing. That means nah, that's it, the it, truest it, human emotion yeah. to feel something. That's, but see, that's why I, a lot of times I have a problem with, you know, like you said, the people that don't know basketball, then like some fans, you know, I know fans all mean well and stuff, but like, don't tell me that I can't be pissed off right? Yeah. or I can't be upset or have a human emotion mm-hmm. about a lot of this stuff that y'all trying to tell me, oh, don't be mad at the real. Like, man, are you kidding me? If yeah. I call bad calling, you might lose your mind. Wait, right. what yeah. I would. But like, you talking about like, bro, I've been in this place for nine, 10 years. Like mm-hmm. my family is growing here. We got friends and family. We have a community. Yeah. We've grown like, now you just snatched that away from me mm-hmm. after it wasn't supposed to be that. I'm not supposed to feel nothing. Right. Like, what you mean? Yeah. You tripping. We all, you know, we all watched the dream team. How was it for you to, you know, be announced to play with the USA team? That was that not was, in high school, the real yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah. But that that same way I felt with the All Star situation. It was like, all right, cool. This another step of now saying, I'm one of the like, best yeah, in the now world. I'm because it's only twelve that get picked yeah. for this. You know what I mean? <laughs> now, the- now it's like, all right, cool. Like now I'm continuing going in the right direction. Just with all the hard work and, you know, preparation, everything I put into the game is, is giving it back. So to be on that list, be on a USA team, representing your country for one, and being amongst 11 of the greatest players in, in the world, you know what I mean? It, it was it was like, all right, cool. Like, now I can laugh a, I can laugh a little bit more. But it was, it was something that was, like, never expected. You know what I mean? It was right. never one of my goals. Saying like, man, I want to play on a USA team. I wanted this, this, but you know, when it came about, like, I had to do it. You know what I mean? Man, you marking all the checks off the list for that Hall of Fame. Yeah, you're doing the right thing. So we had clearly we had the Vince Carter jump over Fred Weiss, mm-hmm. however you want to say it, 
And when he jumped over him, that was probably the craziest dunk in USA basketball. Which you had probably the right there if you would have made. Your miss was probably still second exactly. when you did the 360. <laughs> like, like, for real. Like, what was going through your mind when you went to do that? Because you, because, like, don't tell me. I know. You saw him. You saw the steps. Yeah, yeah. You did what you did. What led to that when you was running um, up and what, like, like what happened? It was crazy. We was blowing them out. I remember it was it was a timeout <laughs> before that. And I think it was like DeAndre Jordan, KD, Melo, DeMarcus. Somebody was like, man, do something. Like, you know what I mean? It was like, man, like do something. I didn't know what I was going to do. You know what I mean? I was like, all right, bet. Cool. And I, as soon as we came out the timeout, I think we would have like a possession or two. It was a foul. It was a free throw. Out the free throw, Draymond kicked it up to me and I just seen dude there. I don't know what got into me, but I just remember that conversation in 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 the huddle, like, yo, just do something. And just my instincts forced me to do a 360 or try a 360 on him. So if you watch the video, you see KD run off the bench and almost underneath the court because it was like I told him, like, all right, I'm about to I'ma try something. Like I didn't know what though. Well, hell, I didn't know I thought it was just because that was so crazy. I didn't know it was because it was a prior conversation. No, it was a prior conversation. It was a prior conversation, bro. Crazy. It was, was a prior conversation. For real. Man, that's yeah, that's one we gotta get back, man. We gotta get I, back. I wish, I ain't gonna lie. I, and I was so mad after the fact that I missed it. Like, I hate seeing the video now because it's like, yo. And they send it to you all the time. Yes, I see it all the time. I was just like, how did I miss this? Like, I just wish I would have made it for history. You know oh, what I mean? Like, that's yeah, I did, yeah, for the history. So now your journey is to Chicago. I know it was a lot of teams that you could have decided that you, you wanted to go to, but... Why Chicago? Why Chicago? Yeah. What you see in Chicago that you was like, man, I'm intrigued to play with them. Um, besides one, the you know it being one of the best cities. Yeah, besides ever in the world. it being that's that's definitely a fact. Besides besides it being one of the best cities, um, what they was building, you know, obviously it was a big, you know, you I paid attention to it. We all know how it worked when certain moves are made during the mm -hmm. season, like so when they made that move for Vucevic midway through the season last year, I'm like, all right, let me see what this is. And the crazy thing, a lot of people don't know me and Vooch being like trying to figure out how to play with each other I for years. I, I, yeah. I, I totally overlooked like, that y'all played together. I forgot that I missed that whole yeah. part. So, yeah. you know, we always, when he was in Orlando, we also be like, let's figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. let's figure it out. Let's figure it out. So when that happened, it was like, all right, this past season, he was like, yeah, you're a free agent this summer. I was like, yeah. It's like, I'm gonna call you, you know what I mean? So when I seen that happen, obviously I've always been a fan of Zach. Um, hell of a player, hell of a talent, and deserve everything that's coming his way. You know what I mean? And and wanted to be a part of that. That was a dynamic that I looked at. And obviously you bring in Lonzo Ball, Lonzo another Ball. player that, like that has so much potential mm -hmm. that haven't been sought out. It just felt right, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just felt right, and it's something that I want to be a part of to where it was like, all right, well, let's do it. It took me back to that whole underdog yeah. mentality that I had my whole career to where yeah. it's like, you know, like, imagine go there and win in Chicago. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Gonna oh, be, my God. It's, it's going to be crazy. You see what I'm saying? He's about to yeah. get some of the best fans in the it's world crazy. on yeah. the planet, period. Loyal, down for you, going to be with they, you, and going to cheer mm -hmm. and support. What I want to know is, now you come 
as an OG. Mm-hmm. You you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we talked about it earlier. You caught in the door, 19 year old young boy, you know, rookie young. Now you come into a team and you've been with the Raptors as long as you've been there. You've gone to San Antonio and I feel like, you know, you had to learn some great stuff from mm-hmm. Pop and that whole organization. What do you feel that you bring in to this Bulls? Cause like you say, they they relatively young. You got Vooch, who's a vet, kind of mm-hmm. like you are. Lonzo and Zach aren't young, young guys, but they still young in this league. Yeah. They still need, you know, got some learning to do. So what do you think you guys will bring to that team? Uh, especially for me, I- I mean, everything other than, you know, I've, in my career, I've, I've done, did everything other than make the finals yet. You know what I mean? So with the experience that I've had throughout my years playing with great coaches, great players, understanding the game, understanding what it looks like when, when the ups and downs come, understanding the mentality and maturity you got to have to stay even keel through it all. You know, a lot of that becomes contagious when you have that in the building. I think that's the importance of just always having great vets around that understand the game overall. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Once you get that element and aura around other talents that haven't experienced it, it, it becomes contagious and it, it could carry on to the court. And that's my goal, obviously, to work that thing and everything, being there, but also that veteran understanding and leadership that I could kind of put everything together that I'm just excited to have with all these players that, one, I'm fans of, and two, that deserve, you know, to experience what it feels like to win. Yeah, I'm excited to see. I don't work for the Bulls or anything like that. I work for the Magic, but I, I, you know, I support the Bulls and watch what y'all doing. So I'm excited to see, you know, Lonzo, you, Zach, obviously coming off USA, and he already been lighting it up at the crib. And um, Vooch, I feel like, you know, y'all got a, a, a and then you know the the, the Williams kid uh, from Florida yeah, State. He, yeah. I, I think he's got a chance to have a really good career and be a really For good sure. piece. And I, yeah. I just like the team. And I think y'all got a, a real solid foundation what y'all building over there yeah. with the squad. Yep. Tell me about the impact that Kobe had on you and your game. Because, I mean, when he his fingerprints and are all over your game. When yeah. you look at the foots, the you know, the footwork of your game, the mid-range, how no matter what, you know, how the errors have changed, mm-hmm. you stuck consistent with, with that crazy mid-range game and being able to do that. And I feel like you evolved to that yeah. kind of the way he did, but yeah. coming into the league as an athlete, yeah. young kid. Talk about the impact that he had on your game just watching Kobe. Um, Outside of my dad putting the ball in my hand, Kobe was my imagination to play basketball. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, I'm a fan of Jordan, obviously, but being from L.A., right. really being seven, eight years old, really watching and understanding basketball, it was consistently always Kobe, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So that's who gave me my imagination to go in the living room and do the, you know, the the shoulder shake, the mm-hmm. fadeaways, this and that. All right, when we go to the park, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do, you know what I mean? To where I just continue to build off that to where, you know, I gain an emotional connection to my favorite player through the TV. And by the time I was 16 years old, next thing you know, every summer I'm with him, working with him, playing with him in the off season, you know, getting words and preparation from him. So Cole was basically like my everything because like, you know, I'm, I molded, like my groundwork was from him just watching him. You know what I mean? So you it just, see it. yeah, so it just, it just took off from there. And you know, I got my Kobe's on right now. Yeah, yeah. So um, what's the reason that you wear Kobe's every, 
every game. Well, first of all, how is they so elite? He got one of the yeah, coldest you Kobe games. Yeah, that, that, like, a lot of people want to wear Kobe's, but yeah. you be coming. I see you on the nice kicks and yeah. all the little sights and this, and you be having the eliteness, yeah. the joints that, that people ain't really got. That go back to our conversation. This probably go back to my senior year in high school. He used to give me a lot of his shoes mm-hmm. to wear. Certain shoes that didn't wasn't out yet. How did that feel? You in high school? No, nah, yeah. Kobe giving you exclusive give me, that ain't never giving me exclusive shoes, and I'm like, bro. And people didn't believe it. Like a lot of people <laughs> didn't believe it. Then I can't go around and be like, man, Kobe gave me these, but you know he did. But it was crazy because he was always big on me just having the shoes. You know what I mean? And even if you go back to when I was in college, he made sure USC was sponsored by Kobe's. So we wore the Kobe Ford and had our own colorways while I was in college mm. from the relationship that we had. You know, and it, it all started back from high school and it just carried over by the time I got to the league. Kind of the same thing y'all had, like, with the Team Jordan thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cole wanted to kind of transition towards that and have, you know, his own set of players that, you know, the Mamba situation that right. he had. So I was the first one to start it with the whole Kobe situation through our relationship. And, you know, it just built from there as he, you know, started to pick and other players started to come up and everything. But I was the first one. What's your favorite pair? My favorite pair? Ah, that's a good question. Probably the fours. Which fourth? Yeah. Like, which variation? Like, that's why I about, that's how it's so hard to say. It's, it's pairs, so hard. A million like, pairs and a million variations. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Like, and they so comfortable. I, they comfortable. I, for me, I go with the ones because, you know, you started with the ones. You score 81 in the ones. And I think a few years ago, that was big. I wanted to make sure I had a, a colorway for the ones. I think I did the Raptor colors. But the ones, I, I got to go with the ones. Yeah, I want to hear some breaking news right here. Mm-hmm. I've never, ever in my life owned a pair of Kobe's. Really? Mm-hmm. Not ever. Really? Yeah. Man, it's not even. Game, man. It ain't even. First of all, I you already know why. It's, it ain't. It's <laughs> not per. because of any disrespect. Like, I've only ever wore Jordans. Right, yeah. And to be honest, like, I've never worn anybody else's shoes. But just how you say I had the coldest Kobe's, you had the coldest J's. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. It's not yeah. any, out of any disrespect no, yeah. to and Kobe I, and I, yeah, The and only I, other person's shoes I could ever say I've ever worn was Mellow's because me and Mellow were the same size and oh, okay, we switched yeah. out our retros. That's Jordan too, though. <laughs> but they were Mellow's. They had his name yeah, and shit on. That's Jordan. They don't, they don't really count. Once you part of Jordan. I did ask him. He don't. I ain't going to lie. I don't know. I mean, you know, but that's why I say it's not out of disrespect. Nah, yeah, it was yeah. just not like, because people call me a sneakerhead, and I always den- decline it. Yeah. I deny it because I've never went and sought out a look for anything. I just take what's received, what's given yeah, happily yeah. and gratefully. But, like, I'm, I would fall short of doing that. I'm not standing in lines or doing none of the work to be a real sneakerhead. Right, right, that, yeah. My city loved me like DeMar DeRose. You know, we all hip-hop fans. We grew up on hip-hop. The hottest rapper in the game. I mean, you know him like that. Y'all yeah. tight like that. <laughs> you know, to hear your name in, in the rap songs and, and stuff like that. Like, how is that when you hear your name in a rap song, especially coming from somebody like Jerry? Man, obviously, I, it's it's always an honor whenever whenever you hear your name in a song, period. It's, it's beyond an honor. But when Drake did it, I mean, obviously, he, he the biggest, the coldest in the game. And, um, you know, that is my partner. You yeah. know, that is my that is my dog. Yeah. And um, I, I maybe said it once, but it was a couple years ago. I went to his concert 
And we sitting backstage and we just joking and talking and whatever. And he was like, man, you gonna put my name in the song? He's <laughs> like, man, I gotta find something that rhyme with it. You know right. what I mean? And like, we was just joking or whatever. Yeah. All from just sitting back in the back, just chilling, just talking stuff. The next thing you know, I mean, he told me when he did the song like yeah. last year, um, but to hear it when it came out, it was like, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, it's Drake, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but I mean, for me, I felt like that was like full circle type moment. Like, you know what I'm saying? Inside yeah. of everything that happened and just still here, yes. like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when he, like you said, it's one he's of the biggest there. global yeah. icons, period. And he's saying that his city loved yeah. him like they right. love DeMar yeah. DeRozan. Yeah. Like that is a crazy it's, bar it, to me. Like that, to say that, that he's claiming that he get love in his city like you yeah. do. And and that's the crazy part about it, bro. Because it's like people, everybody know how much I love that, that city, that that country and what it did for me. And, you know, I, I like I, I grew there as a, as a man. You yeah, know what right, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I, I became so much there and it's a test to them. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and the love and, and the support to this day that they show, you know, it's crazy for the biggest person from there to even to mention that. But, you know, and, it, and it's just dope for me to have a friendship and relationship that I have, you know, with him as well. So it definitely was crazy. It was definitely when, he, crazy. Uh, when he came to the team and started being around the team, get the season ticket, being part of y'all team, like how was that for y'all team to have him part of it? Cause he's, He's he's deep into it. I like what he brings yeah, to, awesome. to that the, the organization and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Jerseys, all that. I love crazy. all that. Court. Um, what's dope about that is it's not an act with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's he's the most genuine individual you could come by. So yeah. everything that you see is that's really real. Him. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really him. It's not. I'm not doing this for no publicity reason. I'm doing this because you know I really care. And you know people don't know it's been plenty of times. Rather stuff, we had good games or bad games. He'd be the first ones to come back there in the locker room, get everybody uplifted, always have positive things to mm -hmm. say, you know what I mean? Like inviting people to, you know, certain, it's, it's just, he's just a real individual yeah, when it comes to come, come those. Yeah, he's not sometime, cool. he's yeah. not, because there's more stuff he do behind the scenes that's not even seen, you know yeah. what I mean, or spoke about. That's even more dope than what people what actually see, see you yeah. know what I mean? And that's that's what makes him a hell of a person, you know what I mean? It's crazy and it's like, it's cool when your team have a connection with the biggest star in the world, you biggest know what I mean? Star, and even for me, like, I remember my, to see him become who he is, like my rookie year is when, you know, he first started, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So to see, him growth. grow, yeah. see his growth, see where everything comes. Yeah, bro, yeah. it's it's the craziest thing to, to witness because people think it, it come overnight. But I remember where, you know, we used to go out and it'd be... It wasn't as crazy as it is now. Yeah, you know what I mean? It'd be <laughs> yeah, a regular, nobody even paying attention. You yeah. know what I mean? You could walk in and walk out of somewhere, nobody even paying nah, attention. Like now it's mob, like, now. yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's crazy just... You know, <laughs> now tune into the biggest ever. Yeah, <laughs> and he got some good dudes around him, like his crew, man. Yeah, like, everybody. Man, shout like out even, the future, man. Yeah, Island, future, man. like everybody around. Yeah. Every that's and that's the crazy thing. One thing, everybody around him, from Chubbs to Mark, to everybody that's that's good around people. him, like they family. And, yeah, and good even people. if I see them, it's it's the same thing. You know what yeah. I mean? They they all family without a doubt. This is what I want to ask though, because you've seen a lot of bread. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? A lot of little, you know, I saw when you were going through the contract negotiations, money ain't a big deal. I'm trying to find, I'm like, that's a, that's a privileged ass position, boy. You know what I'm saying? I let you know you done seen a lot of that shit. Yeah, a lot of you, check. you feel me? 
So what I want to know is like, you know, I don't want to hear about you. I took care of mom and pops. We yeah. all did that, everybody. I want to know what DeMar DeRozan did. When you look back on it now as an adult, did mm-hmm. you feel like, the hell was you doing, young DeMar? Like, you should, but like at the time, you felt absolutely outstanding about it. Cause we didn't all bought that big dumbass chain or a crazy watch or a car yeah. or what have you. What did you do to spend the bag? That you look back on like, like yeah, that was me, dumb, right but like couldn't nobody tell me nothing at the time. It was the it was the best decision I made. <laughs> um, I'm be I'm be honest. I I don't think I I never really like bought nothing. It's probably like the thing. Like for example, like I remember to this day, I probably I always say I ain't doing that shit again. I think I took like seventy some people to Disneyland. Mm. Right. My whole family, they kids, friends. That was like a half ticket, uh, eh? Not a time out. Because people, people, if you, this is if you know, you know, like, because people may be like, well, fuck. No. Trust me. The VIP. That might yeah. come out to much more than anything I just made. <laughs> right. With the VIP act, it depends VIP, on what yeah. levels he went, yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying. You like, know it's the VIP. Woo. Yeah, you know it's the VIP. You know, you know it's the VIP, hey, look, bro. I ain't going to, hey, look, he paid like he way right listen, there. 70 listen. people had about. Twenty VIP people. That's what I'm saying. You know, you know, it's only like so many people. To only a so many people. You gotta have. Yeah, it's like one person, one VIP to like four ten or five. people. Yeah, some ten something people. Like that. Some and you got like an eight hour minimum, right? With each person, bro. It was crazy. It was crazy. I'm getting anxiety. Listen, about that that's probably like the craziest thing because I like, it never been a car because like I always make like. Throughout the season, I'd be like, yo, all right, if, I, if I'm if i all-star or if I'm this or I get this many points, I get this car. Like, I always, put, I always put those certain yeah, incentives on incentives myself. On you know what I mean? Yeah. So I ain't never really did nothing crazy other than, like, some like that. Like, Knowing what I know about you from the outside, I could see that and truly believe that because you didn't really jump out as somebody that's going to be like, yeah, ah, like, like yeah, I feel I, I, I could I, buy with like, that. I ain't going to lie to you, But bro. people. Don't but get that, it twisted. Listen, he paid a hefty I said, like tab. A half ticket. And when I say <laughs> listen, bro. that probably was more than any of them listen. cars he talking about. Like it's like I'm telling you, bro. bro I say this, ooh. I say this to this day. <laughs> when I see pictures from that day, I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm not that. doing that. I'm not doing that shit again. You don't think about the good times that we had. He <laughs> nah. thinks about the bill. He paid. Let I'm let not you know doing that. That, that was bro. up there in one of the biggest yeah. purchases. I'm telling you, people. And he ain't even get into the hot dogs and the concessions. Yeah, that's what I'm they, saying. Oh, bro, I live was, in Disney was, World. Trust me, it's yeah. a trap. No, that's it's what I'm a saying. Trap. Yeah. Just when you think you got away, it's a big ass wall of everything, everything. right at the exit. You we ain't talking about toys. This is the spot where all the kids have the meltdown because this is the last chance we can get some shit. And yep. It's all right. You'd be like, yo, y'all Pride. wrong for this. Pride up. What's your favorite food spot in Toronto that you miss the most Man. that you used to always go and get that you you don't get in the States? It's it's a it's a it was a restaurant there called Buka. It's like Buka. A, Buka, B-U-C-A. It was an Italian spot. One of my favorite places to eat there. I want to say I might have been there. When we came there from with the heat, I want to say J.O. did a did a team. I wouldn't be surprised, there. yeah. You know, J.O. the big, yeah, big so fly. I, would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't I be surprised. I want to say he yeah. did a team dinner there, and it's, they definitely got some bomb food. It's yeah. like very low ceiling type yeah, place. Yeah, it's like, it's it's... Yes. Yeah. I right. think yeah. I I want to say he did a private team dinner there. Very good time. Yeah. Shout out to Jo the flyest one. 
Hey. I, uh, I'm big on mental health. I feel mm-hmm. like mental health is important these days. And I feel like uh, a lot of people don't communicate within their own families, let yeah. alone outside of their families. You and Kevin Love was big on, you know, bringing that to the table and really talking about it first. Like, explain more about the mental health thing and uh, how the NBA got with you to do the whole setup. About um, yeah, I mean, shit, uh, mental health is probably, you know, one of the most overlooked things that don't get talked about, not uh, just within our sports, just in general, you yeah. know what I mean? From the way, you know, especially how we all was brought up to where, you know, you know, suck it up, don't worry about it, just Straight this, up. this, this, yeah. you know what I mean? You like, don't. Yeah, yeah, you suck if you don't. You less of an individual if you don't. Yeah. But really, that's not true, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but we never had that understanding of how to approach it, how to talk about it, and how to deal with it. So when we went through dark times, we internalized it, you know what I mean? And, and it forced us to suppress it whatever way we felt was fit, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? And that could become detrimental in a long run. But sometimes you don't realize that until it's too late or, you know, you're in trouble or you got to really look in the mirror and face the facts, you know what I mean? So for me, the league getting behind and figuring out ways to help our players is definitely dope. But for me, it's us just expressing our stories that's inspirational from other people that's terrified to talk about it. You know what I mean? Because we are looked at you know, like we superheroes, yeah. But so we got a dollar amount. It's yeah, because like, we got no a, problems. We should have. Yeah, ever. we shouldn't have it. You know what I mean? Like I always say this quote: "I wish everyone was rich so they could realize money isn't everything." Straight up. You know what I mean? Like that's the realest thing. And even then, people was still wouldn't understand it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But for me, it's just us. I feel like when I hear certain people's story, like it becomes inspirational to me because you're showing vulnerability and you have a story that's behind it that made you resilient, made you successful, whatever. But the more we talk about it and express it and show that we could put our guards down because we all got a hell of a story, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was kind of like my thing, like making it feel okay, not mm-hmm. being ashamed of it, not feeling like you you less of an individual because... Cause we you not, go through yeah. something. Cause we not. Yeah, that made I had a lot of respect for both you and Kevin Love when it came out. And I felt like when I looked at y'all, I was like, damn, like you know what I'm saying? Like that's definitely empowering and giving somebody mm-hmm. else the courage to go out there. Because like I like you said, you, K Love, all of us has been in NBA. Somebody mm-hmm. yeah. who superheroes yeah. and showed that you know what I'm saying that you could be vulnerable enough to go out there and share mm-hmm. and let them know that like, hey, look. You think this of me, and I'm showing you mm-hmm. that, hey, I'm going through this, and I'm dealing with this, and you can still be good and have mm-hmm. a good life and be okay, and I'm sharing this with you when I don't really have to, showing mm-hmm. you that I'm not perfect and showing you that there's no difference between me and you, even though you may really think right. it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm big, but I feel like mental health is big on, I'm big on communicating. Yeah. Like, I got a best friend that I've been best friend for since third grade, mm-hmm. but these last three, four years, we communicated and talked about deeper stuff way more than I did these last 20 some years yeah. with them is because I'm more open to yeah. communicate now yeah. or, or to talk to another person. And a lot of families don't come up. You you be in your household and none of y'all have a deep conversation Never, about yeah. nothing that's pertaining about a feeling or emotion yep. or whatever going on. And a lot of people, 
stuff for that. So I was definitely happy that y'all did that. Y'all spoke up. The first thing a person to come out and say is like, oh, you crazy. Yeah. Because <laughs> I want to go and talk to somebody and yeah. kind of get my thoughts yeah. out of my own head that I'm crazy for. Mm-hmm. And that's how people will make you feel yeah. when it's okay for you to go and talk okay, to somebody. Yeah. That's why you so many people are reserved so much because they scared of that type of reaction. Yeah, yeah. You this. Like, speed like damn that. Like, I, man, whatever you need, do yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yes. It's okay to talk to whatever. And especially growing up in like the urban community, we were just taught the complete opposite. The you know what I mean? Opposite. To where it take you, like you said, it took me, what, I was 27, 28 years old to be like, man, fuck it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I was older than that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just like, if we normalize it, earlier and, and help kids who go through so much that come home in the eighth grade that don't yeah. want to talk and you wonder why they sitting there in a the corner yeah. not knowing what they contemplating because they don't know how to talk or express the, their express feelings their to get feeling. it out. You could cut so much stuff out. That kid ain't got to wait till they 25 or 30. Yeah. You know what I mean? Start bench trade. Two. We're going to go two guard. AI, D-Wade, Ray Allen. Oh. What? Oh my God! Disrespectful. Start bench cut. Yeah, trade. Oh my God! We ain't gonna cut him. We gonna trade. Oh, trade. Start bench trade. Yeah, yeah he try. He be nice. Oh I don't my God! Cut nobody. AI Ray D Wade. Yeah. Ah, this is gonna hurt. <laughs> ah, this is gonna hurt. Start D Wade. Yeah. We finna trade. Oh my God! Start D Wade. Damn, man, that's a <laughs> start D way. She just stuck, right? <laughs> oh my God, this is a tough one. I just gotta just go say it. Start D way. <laughs> Bitch AI. Yeah, Trey Trey Ray. Ray. I'm sorry. Jesus? I'm sorry. I'm trading Ray because he's trying to get you in yeah. trouble. Oh, Trey, Ray, Ray, I love you. I know you was a Laker fan coming up, but what do you remember about the Clippers? Everything. I mean, I went the more us. I mean, I yeah, for sure, y'all. No question, y'all. No, no question, y'all. But you know, it's crazy. Like, I went the more Clipper games than I ever been. We Laker was game, a four, right? no, we, 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 we was we had the people. So, no, yeah, you know, definitely had the people. We you know, had, Laker we was, was the bougie fan. Yeah, we, we had. We the had people. I know first of all, we had to give about 25, 30% of our tickets away. Yeah. Make sure, like, you know, all the, all the schools, we get yeah. the school kids yeah. do good at school. Like, we getting all yeah. that. We need that action. We yeah. so used to come to the games. I used to come to the games, bro. I used to, when y'all played, I used to be. Bro, I went to so many games. It ain't many games I missed. Going to the Clippers. Right, so I'm not even got some Clipper love. And, and yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll make sure. Cause you I might have been a black ass fan. Yeah, or something, you know, yeah. you know. The Lakers and all this stuff. Hey man, listen. We always talked about that. Even though the Lakers was the Lakers, we hadn't carved out. It was kind of like a little hood portion, you know. Oh yeah. It, it does, was yeah. kind of bougie to be the Lakers fan, but it was kind of frowned upon. But like we still had our little <laughs> yeah, conversation of the yeah, people. You feel me? Yeah. Is this right? You made a. You, you dropped a song. You, you yeah. Dropped, you rapping now? I mean, what's crazy? Hold <laughs> on, wait, we got bars we, we in the get a Drake feature now. Yeah, bro. Wait, when <laughs> so, Drake feature come, we so yeah. gonna be certified to get Drizzy on the track. And that's what's crazy. He heard 
plenty of my songs before, like long time ago. Oh, so you'd have been in the stool with you'd have been like, in the stool. He, I don't play them. Yeah, I don't play them. I don't play them songs. Yeah, and, I would play yeah, too. Yeah, like, 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 I don't play them songs and everything. But that was like you know how like a lot of guys go golfing. That's their hobby. Like that's just always been my hobby. But yeah. I never thought I'd put a song out though. I'm so not even lying. Do we have a? Do we have a? But like you about to do your Dame Lily about to put out an album? Do we have a? I mean, you sound I, like you I got thought about it. songs in the chamber I, I, that you I, could put out. I don't know. I haven't got that far. I never. <laughs> I never. I never thought I was gonna put a song out. Now I got to think about it. Now I got to have a whole promotion behind this. Like, yeah, you got to put a song That's what I'm saying, bro. Like. Trust me, man. It, it's, uh, you I, need I, a man. Hey, look, <laughs> oh, we gotta put this thing together. Song, first song is five hundred million liquid. Yeah. I could imagine what that means, fella. But you know, so I'll let you know. You know what I'm saying? I'll let you elaborate on that. You sound mighty damn good to me, though. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's the name of the song. That's, that's the name of the song. Hey, look, I, I'm digging it. He say they about to go to the shot. He about to win. You know, I feel you. You How feel does me? it feel? Because I know, like, guys want to express as much as they was expressing themselves off the court yeah. when you first came into the league mm. to now seeing how guys can can make rap songs, yeah, make yeah. rap albums, yeah, yeah. they can do movies or do whatever they they choose to do. Like to see the, the league change from when you first came in, a lot of guys weren't expressing themselves as much yeah. off the court yeah. to now. That's a, that's a great question because I, I always wonder that, especially from us, think about how many dudes we know that's talented, like, mm-hmm. that have so many capabilities other than just basketball. Yeah. But that's just, we let the world and social media box us in and just be one thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, everybody I know in the league got so many elements to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what makes them more amazing yes. other than just a basketball player. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, So I think just the freedom of guys just having that self-awareness and confidence within themselves of, of just doing stuff. You know what I mean? But I, I'm trying to figure out when can we get a collab. You got you, Dame, Shump. Um, Lou Will, Lou Will got bars. What's the boy from Sacramento? Uh, 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 big fella, Bag- Bagley. Bagley. Bagley yeah. got bars. He was going at it with uh, with somebody. Then you got Shaq D's with the OG. Like, man, we need to collab. But hoops out. Steven Jack, Stack Jack, flowing. What do we need to collab at? What's up, man? I mean, I'm with it. I'm, I'm, I'm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want to yeah, see I'm... a collab. All the hoopers getting on I'm there. No hate. You know, Boy. get some features. You know, get get hard and How about you, I... DJ Khaled? Nah, you need a DJ Khaled <laughs> and put it put it all together. Put no. it all together. Put the compilation together. No, no. no Somebody got to put it together. I'm a hype man. That's what I Get me in that joint, you know what I'm saying? Get me in that joint. I'm going to get hyped. I don't know about all. No, nah, no. Nah. Keep Cal- going. Time out. Khaled do what? <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> you smart. <laughs> no, nah, Khaled do more than that now. Khaled got talent now. He putting together beats. And all that. I ain't doing nothing. I could, I could get on the track and talk some shit. Right, That's right. like, it stops there, you know what I'm saying? I ain't doing all the everything Alright man, that's a wrap man This has been dope We had the real deal My main man Compton Zone DeMar DeRozan in the building with us Real deal, Holyfield? Real deal Okay, you know that right Appreciate you, my Appreciate guy. you, OG Appreciate uh, you, man Appreciate you OG, that's what it is now OG <laughs> <laughs> 
we want to thank y'all for your continued support of the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to give us two taps by writing a review and rating five stars wherever you get your podcast. And make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can also find all the episodes on the Players Tribune YouTube page. Follow us on social media at Knuckleheads Podcast and join our Knuckleheads Facebook group for exclusive content. Thanks again to all of our guests and fans. This wouldn't be possible without y'all. The Players Tribune.com.